One. That didn't count as yawning on the podcast because we haven't actually started. One, two, three. Uh, 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 uh. I'm back. Big tuna. Tuna drywall. She back. Vacationing. The vacationer of the stars. You take more vacations than Donald R. Trump. Fuck you. (laughs) Is his middle initial R? J. Oh. J for Jagoff. (laughs) Jagoff. (laughs) Donald Jagoff. I've always, like, is Jagoff literally just spelled J-A-G-O-F-F? Or is it somebody trying to be like funny, like kind of? He's a jagger. Oh, Randy knows. Randy, Randy raised the microphone. Okay, it's a Chicago thing. Jag off. My mm. aunt Dee and my cousin Chris used to say it all the time. And I used to say it all the time when I was a little kid, so I could get away <laughs> with saying jack off in front of adults in St. Louis. Oh. We would say jag off. O v j a g o v. Jag off. Oh, oh wow! So that's kind of got some Slavic roots, kind of. That kind of has like some Eastern block roots, don't you think? Jagov, it's like Popov, like right. Popovnia. But, and J- Jagovnia. My name is Boris Jagovnia. <laughs> Let's uh I just want to update everyone who who has been probably thinking that I'm culturally appropriating the accent that I do when I uh, <laughs> make fun of Tina and her dad and her mom. Um my DNA results updated, and I have a little bit of Eastern European in me. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's way more than I thought you had. <laughs> the numbers were striking. Let Randy, are the- you ready to hear how much percent of Eastern European-ness Libby has in her? 13.9%. Great guess. Really good. Great guess, but let me actually find it. So what I'm trying to tell you people is you can no longer tell me I'm culturally appropriating because this is my culture yeah you want to try to cancel libby you can't because i've got the proof right here in my telephone face id is not working try again oh something's not right my password must be wrong face id not working because i have a large head i don't do face id because i don't want them taking pictures of my face oh oh Wait, what? Do you know how embarrassing it would be if somebody got, like, every year at the end, like, say at the end of 2020, Apple puts out a, like. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even think about it. Time the worst. Every single one of your face ID attempts, and it's just a bunch (laughs) of pictures of you, like, (laughs) you in the middle of the night or on the toilet, and you're like. (laughs) God, that would be the biggest joke ever, wouldn't it? Oh, man, that's what they should do. You know, Apple, you want to live a little? Stop having cool commercials where everybody's hot and, like, you know, skateboarding on clouds and doing fun things. Show us what you're really made of. I want to know what I look like every time I open my phone. I can't tell you how many pictures there would be of me where it would be, like, 98 times in one day, and I'm like, Please don't ever do that, Apple. Oh, shit. Okay, so my DNA Uh suggests that 0.9% of my ancestry is Eastern European. So, bam, motherfuckers, what you got to say now, bitches? 
Yeah, and we're not talking like 99.9. We're talking 0.9. <laughs> Truly, uh, just... It's my roots. This is my culture. That's your roots. For all we know, you could be my uh, third cousin. I could be your third grandmother. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, you could be my third mom. I mean, it's almost 1%. It is so close to 1%. <laughs> it is almost 1%. Yeah, it's actually a bummer that it wasn't 1%, because, but, you know, that's okay. I'm hoping once they get more sample si- samples in there to increase the sample size, it'll go up some. Like guys you fucked? Yep. If you include how many guys you fuck in there, then your sample size. Do they ask you how many people that you've had sex with when you do the ancestry DNA thing? Are they like, you know, how many men have you let semen in you? Uh, No. Have there been any semen in you and you (laughs) can't figure out? You're like, what does that mean? Like, like, are we talking about like Coast Guard guys? Coast Guard, Navy, like guys in what are we talking about? I'm Does, proud. Would Jason Momoa count as a seaman? That's a hot guy that was in Aquamarine or right. whatever, right? Yeah, I don't know. Aquaman. Maybe we could have him on the show. Sure. I bet he would love <laughs> to come here. Jason Momoa would be like, I'm so sorry, but you two are literally just not hot enough <laughs> for me to even be around. And I would say, how dare you? I would stand up on this Ooh. table where we record. It would probably shatter under me <laughs> wouldn't and then that would be that he'd be sitting right here by us just look he just looking around i think he would be down for it you think so you think he'd be like one of those hot guys who's like <laughs> yeah i'll pretend like i like the attention from you guys <laughs> i'm down with ugly girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you think he'd be like Ooh, yeah i'll try some trailer trash out let me munch on that little trash box. Randy, can, <laughs> can you call his his producer? And Yeah, and he, say, has a, he has a producer. He just, every day, he, he doesn't have a publicist. He actually just has a producer. Call, call him and be like, hi, I am the producer of Slop City Podcast. What if he gets nervous and he's like, uh, um, I'm the producer of Slope City Podcast. And they're like, Uh, Is it about skiing? (laughs) Jason Mama. Yes, that's what his name should be. Jason Mama. Jason Mama's publicist. Jason Mama contact info. (laughs) Contact info. If you want to contact him, call him on this number. Yeah, right. Well, what happens if I call it? Jason Mama's phone number ain't just out nowhere. What's his actually, what's his phone number? 310- I mean, what's his last name? Momoa. Three one zero two eight five nine thousand. Call him up. I like that they say kindly call. Good morning, WME. How may I direct your call? Um, I'm looking for Jason. Sorry, for who? Jason. Jason who? Um, I guess I have the wrong number. I'm so sorry. No, it's Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa? This is William Morris Endeavor. Okay. Uh, I guess I have the wrong number. 
great. Thank you. Thanks. She was really mean. That was William Morris. Who is that? The biggest casting agency. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the biggest casting agency. Is it really? I thought the biggest casting agency was CAA. Their William? management group. What's it called? William Morris? God, I should have done caller 69 or whatever. It wow, because they're going to straight up look you up and be like, wow. This girl will never work in this town again. Wow, that's where you called. I'm just wondering, like, what's going on on a Saturday morning there? You think that girl's just there doing bitch work? I don't. She's probably his publicist. You think that's Jason Momoa's publicist? Oh, I'm sure. I should have put Randy on the phone so could he could have asked him. <laughs> he should have been like, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, this is debt collector uh, calling for Jason Momoa. Forgot to uh, pay for his <laughs> muscles. <laughs> he forgot to pay me for his tribal tattoos. Wow, that lady, she got snarky with you. Did you feel that? I just felt that I wanted to get off the phone. And then you said Jason Momoa. So I was like, oh, God, I got to keep you going. You had out. to do it. It I, sounded like she was on a cell phone, didn't it? I guess what I really wanted you to do was just right away to be like, hey, looking for Jason. Um, and then when she's like, who? You're like, J- Jason Momoa from uh, Aquaman. I need to speak. I need to speak with him. If you could get him on the horn, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> What if she connected me with him? What then? What would I say? You literally invite him to the podcast. You say, <laughs> "Hey, man, uh, I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm not sure if you know me. I'm very famous from the McRib video. Um, the actual title of the video is Woman Rages Over <laughs> Extra McRib.' Right. So simple. You tell him that, and if he says, "I have literally no idea what you're talking about," then you say, "That's great. Just give me your cell phone number. I'll send you over a link." Super easy peasy. And then if he kind of gives you any more grief about that, you say, wait, 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 wait. So listen, I'm a very funny comedian. And my best friend and I, Tina, we host a podcast called Slop City. And uh, we are straight up doing bits about you right now. Talking about how you don't fuck with ugly girls. So why don't you come fuck with some ugly girls? <laughs> how about that? I mean, I should. you should have called. I, what I wish I did. What if we call another agency? I don't want to. Well, uh, who owns William Moore? I didn't even know that's who we were calling. I didn't either. It just said his contact info. It didn't say anything about who it was. That's what's the problem with all these fucking shitty celebrity websites. They're like, kindly call him at this number. It's like, well, I did. It wasn't him. It was a woman. It was very accusational towards me. Oh, she immediately knew right away. She goes, great, at the end. I think that's what she said. It reminded me of when uh, the new kids in the block were in town, and I got on a payphone and tried to call the Sheraton at Westport and not sound like a teenager. Hi, uh, Joey, Joseph McIntyre's room, please. He's not taking calls. That's what they said. I spent 25 cents to try to do that call. And that was it, just in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Okay, so you were like, I guess I'll call a Doubletree Hotel and ask if I can get a couple free cookies. (laughs) 
But I was at the I was at the Sheraton right across on the Funny Bone. There used to be a payphone right there. Use that payphone. Try to get in with Joey McIntyre. How many people do you think made a call there that was like, "I'm not coming home for Christmas"? You know, just payphones across the world. <laughs> How many do you think there have been that are like, "Honey, I'm not going to make it home." What are you looking at, Kitty? Kitty. Kitty looks like a little chunky right now. He looks now. like a little angel laying there. Looking a little chunky. He just goes, uh. <clears throat> oh, great. So now if I ever want to get represented by William Morris, I'll give him my phone number. They'll be like, um. We actually have a prank call log from you <laughs> um, 12 years ago. <laughs> So, unfortunately, they, like, play the recording to you. They're like, is this you? You're, like, about to close a deal on, like, a fucking sitcom on ABC. Become the most famous person ever. They're like, ooh, actually, just one more thing we've got to do before we, you know, totally close the deal. And um, what's your phone number? Connie, come in here. (laughs) She comes in and has, like, a big (laughs) desktop computer. She's lugging around with her what's your what can you give us your phone number just real quick i know this seems crazy but just what's your what's your phone number um okay great 314 connie you see anything in there um mr davidson i'm I'm really, before I say sorry to my boss, I need to say sorry to you, ma'am. Um, if this recording that we have of you holds what I think it does, you're not going to get your TV show. So do you, do you know what I'm referring to? I don't. I, I don't. You're sure. Because if you just are honest with us. I mean, I've had this phone number for a long time and I've made a lot of calls. Do you? Do you, you're sure, I mean, because this is your chance right now. I am telling you that if you want to keep your TV show that's about to mm. blast you, I mean, in many ways, mm. blast your pussy, blast your asshole, blast your career and your stardom to the top, just try to wreck your brain. Nothing uh, still? Okay. I, I might have accidentally, I, maybe I was trying to call my friend Jason that I knew when I was a kid and just maybe typed in Jason into the search bar and that maybe a number came up that may have been your number. Some, I don't know. Somebody in the room is a huge Slop City fan and they're like, Big Dick Jason! <laughs> <laughs> you! <And> then, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, that's, you know, that. let's just give it a listen. This is just standard procedure. It's what we do. Um, because we take things very, very seriously okay. here at William Morris Agency. I just want to let you know the what we do here is, you know, we're not some small time, you know, think of gas stations. You ever been to a gas station where you go, you ask for the bathroom? Yeah. They have a key to the bathroom and then you go in there and there's do- there's shit everywhere. Right. There's needles. There's all this, you know, it's just a gross place. Yeah. You ever gone to a gas station like Quick Trip and it is just pristine. Right. Bathroom. That's we are the Quick Trip. We're the nice gas station of agencies, okay? Okay, okay? So what I'm trying to say to you is that if we have <clears throat> any record of you or a family member, even if your family member 
is dead today, uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Okay. Because if they have prank called this agency, we're going to have to let you go. Okay. We're going to have to see all this big paperwork on there and, and your manager really excited because they're about to make a few million on this too. Uh, it's all going to be done. So I'm just. Let me just, just think some more. Yeah. So um, um, you don't have to. We're just going to look at my no, phone. No, no, no. We're let just going to go phone. ahead and play. Why uh, would you have a call from 12 years ago? I mean, why would you guys have a call from 12 years ago? <laughs> because that? it is a straight up database oh, that we keep here. Oh, I see a call here. It looks like my phone was hacked. Oh. 12 years ago. Oh, my God. They made a phone call that was one minute long. Huh. <laughs> I don't know who did that. No, me neither. But. So whoever you may or may not have is probably not me. All right, just play it. I just want to hear it. <laughs> Call plays. <laughs> it's just you. Oh, is Jason there? Ha- hello, is Jason? Is Jason there? And then there's someone in the background yelling Jason Momoa and the lady's <laughs> like, "See, you call you prank called us." That You're wasn't like, that wasn't that me. That was my friend. That wasn't me <laughs> on the podcast. That was um <clears throat> I don't know who that was. Wow, I can't believe they hacked into my phone. So, as you know, it wasn't me, so everything should be fine. That's fine, but we're going to need the name and address of your friend uh, that screamed Jason Momoa in the background. Oh, yeah, sure. Her name's Tina (laughs) Dyball. Yeah, we're going to need to assassinate (laughs) her, so... So, does this mean Um, I don't get a TV show? You get the TV show, but you don't have a podcast anymore. Okay. And you're going to kill Tina? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have to assassinate her. Okay, so. that's fine. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I should have called starred whatever. What star do you need no to block No one cares. It? It's just, you go, well, I don't know why you guys would have a call from 12 years ago. <laughs> mm. They will, though. That's the thing. William Morris Agency? For sure. They totally will. All right. I got some pretty fucking embarrassing news. Uh-oh. Uh, for all of you guys. So. <clears throat> oh, no. I've always been known as like, and what I mean by that is f- with my partner, Rafe, I have always been a very dainty sleeper. Okay. You know, just kind of cute. You know, don't, not a lot of stuff. Maybe a fart here and there. Right. But no, no snoring, no nothing. I have recently started snoring. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> we thought that it was only when I was drunk for a while, but last night I snored so bad. Rafe said I was snoring at one point last night, and then both of the dogs were dreaming in the living room, which you've been in my house is kind of far away. Right. So he said at one point I'm snoring, and both of the dogs are like, <laughs> with their paws going. Yeah, he's like, it was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe it. So I'm going to play a clip of my snoring, a friend of mine that I was in Colorado with last week sent me. Oh, Um, shit. You're going to have to get a CPAP. I'm pretty embarrassed. The only, here, let's just play it, and I just want to get your guys' opinion on what you think. Um, What you think of this snoring. Okay. Your mouth isn't even moving. I know. 
That's not bad snoring. But can you imagine? <laughs> you have to send it to Randy so he can play it. Play it on there. I'm going to send Who it to you right now. Who snores with their mouth just completely closed? Mm-hmm. Well, it's to mm-hmm. me, it seems kind of nasal. <laughs> it's very nasal. Like, it's like back here. The mm-hmm. only thing. And <laughs> 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 just as peaceful <laughs> as can be. Just Yeah, look at my dumb face. Had you been drinking? That night? Yeah. But last night I snored just like this. Not a drop of booze. (laughs) Not one drop. The only thing that's changed in like the last six months is weight gain. That's it. I was like, I bet that's why I've started snoring. Because I don't have allergies or anything like that. You know, this is quite a mystery. Because Rafe said that like I always used to just, and you know, and Rafe's not one to talk. Like if anyone's heard him (laughs) snore. It is there. Do you know? There have been times where I sleep next to Rafe and I just jolt them, you know, because <laughs> it's so loud. It's so fucking loud. I'm a mouth snorer and a nose snorer. So like, <laughs> like I'm straight up choking. Yeah, mine is all it feels like when you hear it, it's in the back of my throat. Do you wake up with a sore throat? No, hole? no. <laughs> And now I can't do it again. Mm-hmm. It was all. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost sounds like when Forrest Gump makes fun of the teacher, like fucking his mom. And he's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Well, we can't play it because we're going to get fired. Yeah, we'll get fired. <clears throat> there it was. Look at this. It's. <laughs> I can't believe your mouth isn't open. Who sleeps with their mouth completely closed like that? <laughs> I guess me. <laughs> and did you did your friend film that with a potato? <laughs> it sounds like I'm being kidnapped and it's in the back of a car. And you have duct tape I, over I, your yes, mouth. Yes, and I'm trying to get somebody to listen to me like mm-hmm. <laughs> Did they fuck with you while you were sleeping? Put whipped yeah, cream on your nose? Yeah, dude, I woke up and there were penises drawn all over me. <laughs> and your bra was in the freezer. <laughs> what does that do? I, I guess you're like, I can't wear my bra. It's like, is that like a play on hard nips? Like, oh. Just a prank, you know? You don't think about about the repercussions of your pranks when you do them. You just do them. No, I've, de- I've definitely done a few pranks. <laughs> Like that time I wrote on the um, mailbox and everybody told me that's a federal offense. And I got fucking spooked. When you were a little child. Yeah. That's bringing it back to the way old days of Slope City. Speaking of, we're on 100. This is our 100th. Yep. Episode 100, motherfuckers. We were going to do something cool for it, but um, we didn't. Because we're sloppy. Here's the deal, though. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, it was going to be awesome, but um, <laughs> actually now it's just kind of this. It, we're going to do something. Oh, oh we're going to do something. It's for sure December. Oh, <laughs> we're going to do something. Oh, don't you worry, we're going to do something. Um, we're going to do it. <laughs> nobody is as surprised as me and Tina that we were able to do something 
100 times. <laughs> For sure. I mean, this is, I mean, I have committed to this more than I have in my health, my mental health, my physical well-being, my, you know, I might be, I might have done this podcast more than had sex this year. <laughs> Definitely. Good. Well, when something's good, you just got to keep going. You yeah. Know, that's what the Lord always said. When we started this podcast, like Randy, let's let's just, I'm just curious. Like when we reached out for somebody to do the podcast, let's, I want to hear your honest thoughts because Randy's kind of one of those people that sometimes I'll be like, does he like me? <laughs> like, I know that he likes me because he's tolerated us for this long. And like, I know that there's a kindred spirit that we all have and we all love each other. You know, even though we don't say it all the time, I know that we all are kind of, we're a crew, you know? Right. And um, so I'm just wondering, like, Randy, when you, you know, do you remember how you felt, how this came about? Just kind of give us your synopsis of this. I'm just, we're interviewing Randy. Uh, At first, I thought, fuck, I was drunk. I didn't think they would take me up on it. Oh, my God, really? be nice. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm fucking kidding, man. I was excited as hell about it. Oh, my um, God. I was like, are you cool? Because I think we posted on Facebook. Man, you just got me. I was I like, holy fuck. asked him in person. No, no, no. Well, what happened, I, I think, remember. was, I think you remember? At the improv oh, shop, Randy right? Randy remembers. I remember. It was at uh, the, moon the Funny is Bone. Full. Open mic at the Funny Bone. Funny Bone. And y'all were sitting out smoking on the bench. And I was, I came out and I was smoking. I came over and said, Hey, what's up? And you guys were talking about doing a podcast. And I said, Oh, I do Lindsay's and uh, I'm trying to upgrade all my stuff and just keep adding on to it. I'd be happy to help you guys out. And you guys were like, I don't know who this fucking weird dude is, man. He looks kind of old and creepy. Is he staring at my fucking titties? I don't think that's how it happened. Randy, that's how it went down. no, it's not. Yeah, it is. We posted on Facebook first. I don't think we did that either. Nope, I did not. I wouldn't have responded on Facebook. I don't Facebook. You better look at it. If I'm wrong, then, dude, I'll. Uh, I feel like Randy's story wrong. is closer to the truth, but I think we had talked to him before, and then some time passed, and then when we saw him at the Funny Bone, he was like, "Hey." Yeah, that could be correct. That could be. That's where we finalized it. I just remember talking at the Funny Bone outside. All right. Well, regardless. Uh, I don't know why I care and why I'm looking it up. Regardless, uh, here we are 100 episodes later. This is actually, we've done 101 or 102. Probably 102. We had to throw a couple <laughs> away. One got too personal about my dad, and um, he is not an American citizen yet, so I didn't want to. You did not want to jeopardize. I did not want to jeopardize this man. You can... You know, big Igor, he is healthy guy. He has cool stuff going on, but we cannot jeopardize him. And me being 0.9%, I feel like I'm also in jeopardy of being. Absolutely. I mean, you could be deported at any moment, any moment. Libby. So um, there is a hair on your McDonald's cup I've been staring at for so long, and it looks like it's in the shape of like a tiny little penis. So. Got it. Got him. Got him. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, this is hands down one of the most consistent things we've done. We've ever done. 
And Randy has literally transformed his dining room into a podcast station. Somebody who doesn't know anything about comedy or podcast was asking me, they're like, cool. So you go to like a studio? Yeah. To record it? And I was like, yeah, I do. It's uh, in my friend's dining room. I mean, look at it. It's a studio. Oh, it's a fucking studio. The only thing legit. missing is high price prices. What do you mean by that? Like if we were to go into a studio, like a place, like, I don't know, maybe there's a place called studios in St. Louis.com. They, they would charge us literally by the minute an hour where Randy's like, whatever, dude, just throw me a couple bucks here and there. Randy, Randy's like the, you know, kind of like the guy that's like, <clears throat> yeah, I'll take care of your lawn. Just buy me a couple, buy me a 30 pack or something <laughs> like that. Buy me a 30 pack of hams if you don't mind hams that's a can of ham. i like the cans of ham get, get, get do me solid and get me a uh, 30 pack of hams and then get me a big ham <laughs> then give me a couple packs of salem light 100s <laughs> i'll be good till next week that, so that tides them over till the next week yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it we're pretty much keeping uh his addiction alive we should start bringing a carton of American Spirit cigarettes every week. That's That would be a good plan. Because then that saves him from having to go to the... Probably cost him a pretty penny. I probably will go into the uh, dirt cheap cigarette and see my old cigarettes. What were your old cigarettes again? Exeter. Yeah. And I will have to pick up a pack and start smoking again. I think if you smoked again, you would throw up. I think if I smoked again, I'd pass away. You'd just die. I'm trying to not smoke ever again until they tell me, hey, you have a disease. You cannot be cured. You're going to pass away. Guaranteed driving straight to the dirt cheap cigarettes. Oh, look at them. Oh, my heart. Oh, Exeter. Oh, God, I love them. Mm. Exeter Light 100s. Exeter full flavor. And ever, ever so often they would have them in a hard pack and it was like, I am really fancy now. Oh God. I mean, yeah, I've, I've kind of skipped around with the Siggies and SigsUS.com. Never liked uh, decade cigarettes. They were mm. just too generic. They're too harsh. Well, and it, the name of them, it's just kind of very like. We've been around for decades and uh, never changed. Each decade, we stay the same. That should be their motto. It's like, oh, God, look at all those delicious cigarettes. Hi, I'm Decade Cigarette Cowboy Man. We've been doing the same fucking shit since we started. Always a piece of shit. Till the day we die. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> oh, God. Let me just smoke every one of those. Well, I got something to tell you. I went to Colorado and boy, howdy, did I buy a lot of doobies. Oh, that's right. Because they have doobies for sale there. Yeah. I just went for it. Did you get any uh, those things there? You eat them. They're called edibles. Yep. Got me some edibles, got me some mints, got me a couple vape pens, got me some flour, which is what they call it. My best friend Sophia and I are in the weed store. Okay. And um, 
I'm buying some edibles, some mints and everything. And uh, they look at me and they're like, you going to buy any flour? And I was like, no, I use almond flour at home. And then I just went on with my day. And then we went to another dispensary. And later they asked me again, like, you're not going to get any flour? And I was like, I don't know why you keep asking me that. I didn't know that they call like the actual weed flour at oh, all these they stores. Do? Yes. Because in my mind, when Sophia was saying flour to me, they, they, I assumed they were spelling it F-L-O-U-R. Do you like, because that's just what I thought it was. I didn't realize they were spelling it F-L-O-W-E-R. Why didn't they just say weed then? I don't know because everything's fucking weed in there. Outside of the first dispensary we went to, I I recorded this man because it was the craziest experience ever. He was like the bouncer kind of outside of the dispensary before you walk in because they they stuck to COVID restrictions really well. Like they were super, super sweet. But dude, this guy was going off. Just, you know, when somebody gets too personal, and you're like, I just met you, bro. This was the bouncer, bouncer? outside of the dispensary. Oh, shit. That's what happens when you're a hot girl. People just fucking. Hold on. One of my good, well, people I used to know, he won the tough man competition three years in a row. 
Ooh, tough man. That's yeah. where they roll the tires and stuff, yeah, right? Well, no, they fire. Pull trucks with no, the No, I took that. He won it three years in a row. He's, <laughs> a, he's a, my best friend is locked up in our county since October. He's trying to be with his ex-girlfriend. Good Lord. Lord. Wow. This is crazy. That guy's got a lot of drama in his Dude, life. Dude, I could not believe you. Sophia and I were both looking at each other. like We both had masks on, and we're both looking at each other in the waiting room of the dispensary like... <laughs> well, what? Like, why did he even start talking about all that? It, because that's just... You've never met a person like that where they just begin divulging so much stuff to you. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people talk about somebody like I know them, and I don't know them. It could it could be a famous person or it could be um you know just fucking anyone. Somebody's like, yeah, dude. And then Craig comes over and Craig's like talking to me and being like, <laughs> listen up. And I'm like, Craig, like I I hate when people do God, that. That was a lot of drama. Did you hear all that? From I mean, the first he said thing he said to the last thing. He dislocated said, his retina. Almost dis. Number one, can you dislocate somebody's retina? I think you can, but the Wait, fact that really? he said he almost dislocated it. Like, okay. he's a doctor, <laughs> and he knew that it was nearly. Yeah, and then they were drowning my other son, and I was like. Hey, I hit him on know, the back, and he's drowning my other the son. The way, and he's like, check out this picture. Got a picture of him on my phone. And, and was he, he strong my, as fuck? The picture that he showed us of his son was... The biggest, like, 10-year-old kid I've ever seen holding a gun at a oh shooting range. He goes, check him out. I go, whoa, he's big. I was like, he's built. I think that that guy would say that stuff to anyone. He doesn't care as long as somebody is just standing there listening. Do you know what he, he says to Sophia? I'm in the dispensary for 20-plus minutes, and as we're getting ready to leave, you know what he says to Sophia? He goes, man, you're a really good listener. <laughs> You should be a therapist. <laughs> Did he you say that? A hundred percent. Holy He's, shit. Oh, man, you're a really good listener. Sophia's I'm like, serious. You, sh- out of here. You, you should be a therapist or something like that. You ever thought about that? Yeah. Ooh, thank. Man, it's so nice meeting you. And they like introduce each other and whatever. And Sophia's like, yeah, um, I'm, I, I, I actually have a teaching degree. And he's like, see ya. And like closes the door. <laughs> you tell Sophia like wanted to tell him about their teaching degree and be like, yeah, I'm a good listener because I have like these qualifications. And he was like, uh huh, cool. Bye bye. He <laughs> literally, the next person. he was on the phone with somebody while we were in the dispensary waiting room. He answers, he's like, hello, I love you. I love you. Fucking say it back. You know, I work really fucking hard for you. You know that? I'm working two fucking jobs. <laughs> that guy is on this. something. Oh, dude. What and do he's you like, suspect he's, he's like, on? What are you doing? Huh? What's going on? What? Where's my son? Where's my other son? I think he was on the phone with his son, and he's just like, what are you doing? Listen, I'm, I'm fucking telling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I worked so fucking hard for all y'all. Holy and shit. And he's just going on and on, telling us all about this town, Odessa, Texas, that he hates. He's like, that place is trash, man. Fucking fought everybody there. He kind of did have an accent, like a southern yes. accent. So he's from Texas. I don't know where Odessa, Texas is, but he was... Oh, that guy is, I guarantee people that are friends with him have gotten to the point with him where they see him call and they're just like. They don't answer. You ever had that with a friend? Like that's it's somebody that you love dearly, but like sometimes they just start going. Maybe I'm that person. Who knows? 
Should we tell her? Oh, my. <laughs> there is a small number of people who I will answer, and you are one of those people. Yeah. Otherwise, going straight to Vars meal. The phone calls? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to deal with all that. I'm just not going to sit there and chit-chat. Yeah, we're not chit-chatting. There, to get to a chit-chat level with somebody, you're on, you're you're in. Because I feel the same way. There are some people, if they're like, hey, you mind if I give you a call? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> you better not fucking call me. <laughs> yeah. There are some people where if they call me, I am straight up scared. Pacing. <laughs> Pacing around my house, phones on speakerphone, and I'm like, huh, maybe I should start smoking inside again. You know, I am spooked. Randy, are you answering the phone with anybody? Um, brother, children, occasionally girlfriend. Damn. No, that's about about all the ones. Dude, I Rafe answer. probably pulled. I know Rafe pulls that shit on me. I feel like so he doesn't answer sometimes. Rafe loves talking on the phone, though. He does. I don't know why he wouldn't answer. Well. He's a big phone talker. because he's on the phone with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, for me to get to chit-chat level with you, you know, it's like there's a few levels. It's like Instagram, texting, cell phone, you know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of depends on where we start. But there's there's definitely a few people that if I got a call from them, I'd be like, I'm in trouble. I did something <laughs> very wrong. <clears throat> you know if there's some people it's like hanging out with people there's, there's people that I'm like uh, I gotta have a buffer you know I gotta have a buffer there so that we can all hang out with this person because I'm not super close with them yet yeah 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 okay well I gotta pee real quick what the it's not a slap city episode if I don't get up to shit or piss don't pull your pants down in the kitchen I got to fucking pee, man. Randy's got a pee pee too. Why don't we all just all take a pee break and we get some mini donuts, smoke a cigarette, and come back in 10 minutes and wrap this bitch up. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. I, um, forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I just got a text from Float St. Louis. I did a float this week. Oh, right on. We were going to. Go to one of those. My first one. Down on uh down by Fountains on Logos. Well, there's two locations. Okay. There's one Maryland Heights, one in Midtown. Yeah, that's Midtown. Okay, right on. And the best way I could describe it was that it's like being in a watery casket. Uh, <laughs> very it was hard to let myself let go because I was afraid that the man that was working there was going to come and kill me. Even though he was very nice, yeah, because it's very it's sensory deprivation, yes. right? Because they you don't see or hear anything. Are they the ones that look like the mork from mork eggs? Well, they have those, but I was afraid I would not be able to fit in it, so I got the bigger the deluxe, which was like a giant bathtub. I mean, it was like really big. Well, they just turn off the lights. Well, okay, so I did a float the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the dark, dark room where, like, someone tickles your b-hole. <laughs> well, I, it was, I got the deluxe one because I was worried about getting in and out. So there's, like, a little room where you shower, and then you open up this little hatch, and then it's, like, a bigger room with just a, what's it called? Bath, like a bathtub type thing like that. And um, 
So you push the button and it starts and the fucking light goes out. And I cracked open the little hatch door so that the light from the outside would come in because I was kind of scared. Mm-hmm. There's the hatch door. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're about to get blasted into space. And looks like you're going in the Challenger. Bye that's bye. what it felt like when I was in there being in space because the temperature of the water is like your body temperature. So you don't even really feel like, and you're not having to strain to float because there's so much salt in the water. Did you get cold when, like, was the water cold when you got into it? No. It was warm. It was warm. Um. Okay. So I actually felt a couple times like I was floating in outer space just because I was just like, and this is how my arms were. I could either float like this with my arms like a scarecrow or back like this. So that that's how you float, though, is it all the salt in it? There's so much fucking salt in it. It, I think he said 1,300 pounds of salt. And uh, so... At one point, the light that was out there went off, so it was so fucking dark that I fucking panicked because you cannot tell where you are in yeah. space. And I was like, like flapping my, and the water's only like this deep. But you were fucking. And I was like, and I sat up, and I'm like, Aah. you're trying to sit up, and you just keep being like. <laughs> but it was very nice, and I would do it again. Was it relaxed, kind of like meditating? Yeah, it was. Were you um, just very mindful in the moment and like actually able to relax? Just like, ah, and my body felt light, like my legs didn't hurt and feel so heavy. Yeah. Um, at one point I was like, I wonder if this is what it's like to be inside of the womb. And then I was like, I miss my mom and got really sad and was kind of crying. And Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. So you walked out of there sobbing and they were like, <laughs> ma'am, can we get you anything? I, I wasn't sobbing when I walked out because it was very hard to get out because the floor is so slick in the little bathtub thing. Whoa. I mean, fucking slick as shit. So I'm like sliding all over trying to grab on the pole, <laughs> get out of there. Do they have a help button in there? No. And that was one of, when I, when I <laughs> scheduled it and then they send you a waiver you have to sign and it said, if you need help getting out... <laughs> We have to call the first responders. <laughs> and I got so scared. So I called to cancel. I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know how it's going to look. He's like, well, we basically did that because there were some older gentlemen that would come in and want help from the female staff members. And they're, you know, naked or whatever. It was like, that's more to protect our staff. <clears throat> So I wore a bathing suit just in case. Somebody had to come and get you. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'd go in there all willy-nilly <laughs> naked. You want me to get in a float tank and have my fucking pubis mound hanging out for everybody to see? Pubis mound. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Having a good old time. So you were rocking your bathing suit in there. I was just a floating away. Do you think that they would mind if um, I... Went in there just kind of like wearing, I don't know, like a snowsuit or <laughs> what if I went in there with only, I went naked, but kept socks on. I don't think they would know. You don't? Because they leave you and you, he tells you how to take a shower. You got to take a shower before. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells you what button to push and then you're on your way. Slipping and sliding. You're just slipping and sliding. <laughs> 
oh man, you got to call for help. <laughs> or you call for help and you're like, get me one of them boys. <laughs> you talk you talk to the guy before and you're like, dude, guys are creeps. <laughs> Can you believe that? And then you're in there like, ew. <laughs> well, he Hell, there's Mark. A, there's a chair. His name was Jordan. Jordan. There's a chair in there, and he goes, "Now, if you just turn your chair around this, like this, and put your phone here, that way, if you need help, you can just grab, <laughs> grab your phone." And what? Call my sister. <laughs> he said, or "Call he the said, place. Call the place. <laughs> call the Maryland Heights, and I'll come in here." Hey, I would have laid in there. All, I would have laid in there all night before I called anyone. <laughs> You know, I guess to... I'm just living here now. <laughs> well, I regret to inform you that I took a dookie in here. Man, I'm not the only thing that's floating. <laughs> Help, Mama. Help. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan! Then I couldn't fucking get dressed afterwards because I was like all soaking wet and hot from showering. You gotta like wait. Trying to put my clothes you, on. You can't put your clothes on when you're wet. No. You gotta take a seat and dry off. I was just scared because the waiver scares you. It's like, you must come out. Do not go over the next session. You must come out within this amount of time. And I didn't know anything about time while I was in there. No, you you were in space. They turn on this little light and start playing a different kind of music, and that's when you know, oh, my time is over. I worry that I would be so relaxed that I would, like, shit in the tank. <laughs> I don't think that all that salt would allow anything to come out of your beehole. <laughs> you think the salt just clogs up your <laughs> yes. asshole? I mean, it was, I got some in my eye at one point when I was splashing around trying to get out. Did your skin feel moisturized afterwards or anything? Um... It was weird because I thought that I would get, you know, uh, pruning. prune fingers, and you don't. The salt prevents you yeah, from pruning? Yeah, it's really weird. You feel like all, oh, like, greasy, kind of. <laughs> I want to get a t-shirt that says, I floated in a sensory deprivation tank, and all I got was a piece of shit <laughs> next to me. And I don't think they change out the water between each people, which is weird to me. Because then I started thinking, oh, God, I'm going to get pregnant if some guy jizzed in here. <laughs> Which used to be one of my big fears of, of using a hotel bathtub. Of using a, what? Of using a swimming pool? You're like, dude, if I get in that swimming pool, <laughs> I'm getting fucking pregnant. Because I'm sure dudes are fucking jerking McGurkin in there. You know they are. Dudes jerk McGurk everywhere. I don't even have to know who they are. Like, they're jerking McGurkin they're just, everywhere. Oh, I'm relaxed. Oh, God, I read it. I finished reading a book, spent, devoted 13 hours of my life to it, and the fucking sucked. But they talk about a guy jizzing in the shower in there, jerking McGurkin. You know? Dudes love to jerkin' and McGurkin. Dudes love jerkin' McGurkin. The dudes I don't understand is why would you be doing it not in the shower? Like, why are you doing it while you're just sitting all willy-nilly in your bed? You got to pick up a cloth. <laughs> A cloth or a shirt and and wipe off your cum or you do it in your hand mm. and you just hold it there for a while after you come and then you walk into the bathroom and wash your stupid Ugh. hand. You know? Get your nasty cum hand. What you out should of here. do is be like Marilyn Manson and suck your own dick <laughs> and come in your mouth. No cleanup. No cleanup. 
Men Color Socks. Um. So would highly recommend the uh, watery casket float to y'all. So they made you shower before. When we were in, uh, when I was in Colorado last week, we got this Airbnb for two nights and it was adorable. <clears throat> it was um, in Trinidad, Colorado and they had a hot tub there and like a little smoking section and they were like 420 friendly in the thing. Oh. So uh, we get there. My girlfriend, Danny, does the whole walkthrough with the woman uh, who owns it because she was like, hey, just give me a call when you're there. I'm going to walk you through everything, like how to do the hot tub, how to do this, how to do that. So Danny's walking through the whole place and it was fucking adorable. So when they're in the kitchen, Danny said the woman on the phone is like, "Okay, on your left, there's going to be a cabinet. And before you get in there are all of you guys 21 and up which is hilarious. Like I told that to Rafe and Rafe's like, cool. You literally could have just lied. How is that going to prevent you from opening a cabinet or not? But they open the cap. Danny opens the cabinet and there's a whole little weed station. This Airbnb has set up. It was so cute. It was like, if you take some, leave some, you know, and like oh my the goodness. Airbnb person packed a little bong and like sanitized it and everything, like everything's that sanitized. Precious. I thought it was adorable. And it was like this whole little weed station, you know, like all of this stuff and like take some, leave some. What if ever if somebody takes all of it? Well, you're a dick. And oh, the okay. Airbnb person would probably know and leave you a bad review. Okay. I left uh, like an edible, some weed. I like wrote everything down, what it was in a little Ziploc baggie. So I thought it was cute. But we had a hot tub in the back. And the big, I did not understand this because my friend Danny that booked the Airbnb is like, okay, you've got to shower before you get in the hot tub. Those are the rules. That's what you're supposed to do. And the Airbnb host says that if you do not shower, that they will know. And I was like, well, what do you mean by shower? Am I just rinsing off? Like, I need a description. Do I need to <laughs> shave? Do I need to scrub a dub? Do I need to scrub my skin, scrub my pussy, wash my hair? Like, what am I supposed to do? I, I just could not figure it out. For the I'm like, what, a, what? Did anyone figure it out? Well, they ended up explaining it like you need to wash all the oils off. But my friends were like, Tina, sh you just take a shower. And I'm like, well, it says rinse off shower. Like, what do I, I need to know what steps <laughs> I need to do? How deep do we need to go? <laughs> do I need to roto root my pussy? <laughs> also, ask my friends. If they roto root their pussies, you know, even though we're they're all, not all identify as female, but like we all had pussies, you know. Right. So I ask, you know, my friends if they roto root their pussies, and I was the only one. And when you say that, do you mean squirt the hose up in there? Well, it's like remember what I talked about. Like I shove my hand up inside of there and I kind of dig around. I I don't know why I don't remember this. I did talk about that on here, right? Oh, God, I hope so. I'm pretty sure I did. I talked about roto-rooting that pussy. Either well, way, none of them are roto-rooting their <laughs> pussies. So I just looked at them and I was like, oh, you know, it is one in four women, uh, one in four people with pussies roto-root their pussies. So, yes, I'm the one. <laughs> Do you put soap on your finger? I mean, no, I just take my pussy wash and I scrub it nice and hard and I'm like. Oh, and yeah. you're putting that getting, into your hole. I'm getting the whole thing done or whatever. No, I'm usually like getting like, it's usually just, I already clean that. 
external part of my labia and right. my pusina and stuff. So then I'm just taking the fingers, getting in there, you know, for any kind of discharge that's happened in the last few weeks. I mean, that why, is intense. Doesn't you? I mean, it comes out on its own. It's just a big giant hole, just leaking. Since when? Leaking fluids all day. I want to get it out. Maybe <gasps> I need to keep it in. It's never anything that alarming. It's like maybe sometimes if I'm on my period, it's like a couple. I will take the clots. sprayer and just give her a good spray. So I guess it's the same thing. I would think that the kitchen sink sprayer would be more efficient than the. <laughs> no, the shower sprayer is pretty good. Yeah. I I would ever, you know, when you get, you know, when you're washing dishes in a nice sink and that sprayer is just fucking nice and high powered. Mm-hmm. That's, I need one of those sprayers like that you have at restaurants. Yes, those are excellent. For the inside of me. Do's and don'ts of vaginal hygiene. Well, let's see. Bloom dash OBGYN. It's from the pussy doctor. From the big old pussy doctor. Man, my pussy doctor, the new one I went to was great. Did she tell you to scooch down? She kissed my clit. So that was (laughs) automatically a win. Did she go, whoa. What's this? I gave her five stars. Scooch down. Well, no, she told me to totally get undressed and get in this gown. And I go, whoa. I go, that's fun. And she goes, (laughs) okay. That's fun. (laughs) I don't know why I said it. I think I was nervous. I was like, (laughs) does this smell normal? She walked in and was like, holy fuck, it smells like a Captain D's. Did you you bring a packed lunch in here? What's that fish smell? She was like, is that tuna? I carry around a pack of tuna in my purse at all times just in case. Smelling a very heavy Oh, yeah, I'll just rip it open and be like, oh, God, this tuna ripped open. It must be this tuna in my purse and not my pussy. And she's like, nope, I think it's your pussy. I'm right down here. My face is right in it. I'm like, that is so crazy. I want your pussy in my face. Did you hear my hit song about scooching down? No. Made that a, the guy know? Yep. Called Scooch Down. I like that. I can play it because I I have the right. I made it. I made it. It's your fucking song. Yeah. Why, why don't we? And the beat, I got a, a license for it, so I'm free to play it. Oh, dude, I bet that thing slaps. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did hear this one, but keep it going. Pussy doctor. Thank you. 
doctor say bottom no they were like oh look at that ass i hate when they say bottom Mm -mm. no they don't say bottom i asked them how to do a breast exam because i didn't know and they're like go like this oh daddy yeah it was well I didn't know how to do the breast exam. So I was like, can you just like tell me what I'm supposed to be doing? You know? And they were like, absolutely. And then they took their shirt off <laughs> and we kind of were like. Putting your titties was, like, together. together. Like I was like, mine were smaller than hers, but like still a hearty C. So mm-hmm. it's like mine were kind of able to nestle in between her dip double D's, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of pushed them into one tight little spot and I just nudged I was like can you spread yours apart just a little bit (laughs) and then I went like (laughs) and I plopped them right on into her little hole and then she felt them up and I asked if I could have like a bit bigger uh, cold sore prescription from her and she was like (laughs) it better be for cold sores and I was like, you're a judgmental pussy doctor. Because I just licked you off. Uh, yeah, I was like, you're a judgmental pussy doctor. And she was like, just kidding. <laughs> and then I came and someone, I, so. Um, what if she sat behind you and, and showed you and like had her hands <laughs> and put your hand on top yeah, of her? Yeah, so it was, was like, very similar like to ghosts, like the pottery scene. <laughs> and the way that my doc, my pussy doctor showed me how to have a breast exam was she had me scooch down, scooch down. All the way. And then she got behind me like I was uh, steering a motorcycle. So she got behind me, had her legs right next to mine. And all of oh, her, she was on the table. All of her you. clothing were off. Oh, yeah. All of her clothing was off. She was right behind me, holding on tight, you know, holding on to my tummy, giving me a now, nice little hug. Did you still and have her, your feet in the stirrups? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what you would be doing if you're riding a motorcycle. <laughs> And we all know I'm an avid motorcycle rider. Um, so my pussy doctor's um, pussy was actually right up <laughs> next to my ass. You know, so okay. it was like, we just picture riding a motorcycle. Someone's behind you. Exactly like that. But on an examination table. On an examination table. And we're both naked. <laughs> totally naked. I have taken off my gown. Did she have the speculum thing still in you? or? Uh, Oh, no, no, no. She she did have a stethoscope, though. So, like, she when she, like, come in real close and hug me, I was like, ow, that's fucking cold. That's cold. And so she actually put, I kept my hands up on the motorcycle okay. um, steering wheel. Right. And, or handlebars. Right. So I had my hands on the handlebars, you know, holding imaginary dicks, jacking them off. Okay. And um, my gynecologist was like, okay, I'm going to show you how to do a breast exam. And so her hands came from here, you know, my uh, holding my tummy. And then they came. She did this really cool thing where it was like, she let go there. And then she took one finger, put it in my butthole. And then she took it out and put it in her mouth and in in my ear too. She was like, in my butthole. And then she pulls it out and goes, 
just like Wait, that. I didn't realize that a butthole exam was also part of a breast exam. Oh, I told her that it it it, it stunk. I said, right. well, no, what I did tell her was what Rafe told me recently. Um, that as I get older, my butt my butthole's darkening with age. Right. So I did tell her that, and she was like, "Well, I need to check that out." Oh, so she checked it orally. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Yes, she was able to see. She checked. Yeah, she just checked it orally. <laughs> so she put it in there, and she goes in, in your ear, in my ear, and that was kind of like arousing and sensual. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Oh." God, your nipples are hard. And I was really like, while yeah. you were doing the breast exam. <laughs> well, no, no, no. She hadn't gotten to my breast oh yet. My she God. had just now went <laughs> with some kind of brown. So, I mean, I it could have been chocolate from her lunch. That was so, you lo- you actually looked finger. over at her when she did it? <laughs> well, I mean, she it was in my ear, and I looked over to my right, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so she then, you know, said something about my nipples being really hard and I was like, no, they're not. And then I looked down and they were hard as a rocket. They were hard as a rocket ship. Wow. You know, just just straight into space. Wow. How everybody felt watching the Challenger go up. That's what my nipples were like. And then she kind of reaches her hands around and she was like, awesome. And then she went straight into doctor mode. It was very weird. But she was like, so cool. Just when you're in the shower, you know, like raise your arm and kind of just like feel, feel them up. Any Mm -hmm. lumps, any hard rocks. And then I like ran my finger over my nipple. I was like, it's so hard. It feels like a marble. (laughs) And she was like, that's your nipple. (laughs) And then we laughed and played, kind of laid on the bed together for like an hour. Wow. in In between appointments. That is so. very nice that she spent that much time with you. She was great. And then I got an email the next day that was like, hey, would you care to review um, Slew Care, Dr. <laughs> Amy C., whatever? And I was like, absolutely. And I, I, I've left a detailed description of everything that went on. So hopefully her superiors will see it. Right. And she'll get an award for uh, <laughs> Pussy Doctor of the Year. Because I know those nominations are coming up as it is coming to the close of 2020. So Great uh, bedside manner. Truly wonderful bedside manner. I mean, I, I just, <clears throat> you know, and I do generally like to have a sheet on the exam. Usually mm-hmm. when I come to the um, doctor, I bring my own sheet mm-hmm. uh, and I put it on top of it. And then I leave that sheet for my pussy doctor so they right. can remember me and think of me fondly but so you don't like the paper i'm not a huge fan of the paper because there has been a couple times where it's ripped under me and that's embarrassing because then you got to try to fix it and then your doctor walks in on you and you're like i'm so sorry i was just trying to fix the paper like i ripped it because i farted and blew it out (laughs) and the paper leaves about uh, an inch on each side where it's not exposed table sure so if you're a person like me who has a larger derriere as we say bottom uh, bottom, my bottom actually exceeds the paper limit. So I'm you're, exposed to germs on that outer limits of my buttock. You know, when you're on the highway and you see a semi carrying an item that is just way, way too big mm-hmm. for the semi, and there's a big sign that says oversize load, mm-hmm. and then there's a truck following behind it with another sign and that a, says oversize load. A very tall antenna. Yes, huge antenna. That is when Libby's on the mm. examination table at the pussy doctor. They mm. are just that, you know. My butt, my butt is exposed to germs. Yeah. On the outer limit. So the pussy, the nurse generally walks in and screams, oversized load. <laughs> and then I go, wow. 
uh, I got a load for you, doctor, and I throw my splooge on her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to get a load of this? (laughs) Wow. Mm. Don't have a pussy doctor still. I haven't had my pussy examined in many years. There's me right there. You need to get it examined. He typed in wide butt meme. Oversized load butt meme. You know, some people but some people's butts are bigger than normal. Sure. Oh, pedo. So either way, I'm just very grateful. I'm I'm really hoping that my pussy doctor gets a pussy doctor of the year because Well, we can all vote for. Like I said, she was just phenomenal. I mean, it was really it was really uh it was just nice. It was nice to feel comforted and nice to get a little face to face, you know, with somebody. We were both wearing masks, but did she keep it on when she was behind you on the table? Mm-hmm. So how did she get her finger in her mouth? <laughs> she just pulled her mask down a little bit? Well, she did that thing where, like, she pulled her mask down to here. Yeah. So she just took it and pushed it down to under her chin, and she was like, I know this isn't right. What'd she say? <clears throat> I know this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are you talking about the mask uh, etiquette or what you're the doing. fact that... <laughs> You're about to put your finger inside of my asshole and ride me like a motorcycle. Both. I don't know what's right or wrong anymore. <laughs> that was Dr. Amy's last day ever mm. at the slew of pussy doctor. Clinic. I hope not. I hope she's still kicking because, boy, she's about to get a lot of customers from me. People are going to be flying in from all over the world you to probably, get that kind of treatment. You should probably get a code. People can get 10% off their pussy doctor. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you can get 10% off your pussy doctor if you just mention this podcast to the doctor. They will literally <laughs> not know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did Jacob send you the uh, TikTok of, of somebody, two women doing the mm-hmm, doing Ashley Gay? It said me and you should dress up as oh, them for yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we totally should. Oh, God, it's so funny. Mm. Yeah. That'd be a very good Halloween You could be idea. Ashley and I could be big titty mama in the background. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, we should have that be our Slop City official photo. Is us dressed up as them and you in the back <laughs> with your big tits and no, like a very no tight bra. shirt. Yep. That's what we should do. <clears throat> We do need to get some pictures taken. We need to, yeah. Our picture is really old. We need to get some pictures we taken. We were very young. Mm-hmm. I think we should try to set that up, get that done. Who soon. should we do it with? I don't know. I could find a guy on Craigslist. Not ideal. <laughs> Adam Hubert takes pictures. Yep. Adam Huber does take pictures. Chris Bauer takes really good pictures. I think we should consult any of those cats. Any of those cats, will you give me your rates? Give me your rates. Yeah. No. I'm serious. We forgot about this. I really think we should go to JCPenney. Are they still doing uh, portraits? Yes. Okay. Let me just double check. Go to JCPenney Portrait Studios. Have a nice Christmas background. You can get different backgrounds. Yep. We will be doing that. Sending out Christmas cards to everybody. (laughs) Also, at some point, we are going to organize some kind of Zoom calls with people that are on the Patreon. Yes. uh, Because that would be fun. 
Yeah, we're definitely going to do some Zoom calls with the patrons. Uh, we'll probably just... We don't know what we're doing yet. We have no idea. But we're, we're going to figure idiots. it out. Ow. Either way, y'all, um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Slope City podcast. podcast. Okay. And um, we are... Oh, okay. Okay. What are we going to be doing? Oh, we're going to be doing a live show. Uh, well, live show is a live stream show in December, mid-December. We're going to have more details on that. So everybody be on the lookout for that. I'm, and I'm sure we'll remind you like 50 times. So I'm Audrey Cornish Hen, and this is Weekend Edition. And I am not Audrey Cornish Hen. I'm the other person. Thanks, Randall. Liberty, it's been real. It's good to be back. I missed y'all. So we let's get back you. to slinging pussy and eating dick. Yeah. Wow, y'all did it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's play Randy's fart that he sent us the other day. Randy's? Real quick, before we get out of here, because this one is good. You're going to do it? Send us your farts, send us your farts. Does your butthole get darker? Is this song in the background? Ragdoll. Live it, live it, live it. Yeah, that's what I thought was funny about it because I synced it up to see me leaving out the back door. <laughs> I farted right when he said back door. I love, his face is so serious. I love that he's got his hand over his heart. I mean, that's how you know somebody is taking a fart very seriously. Right. He's pledging he allegiance to he it. He wasn't just sitting on the toilet, you know, all willy nilly. <laughs> He was standing there with his hand over his heart like a good American, and he's standing up for that flag and that anthem <laughs> and letting a fart rip. So do you know what side he's on? No. None of you guys are ever going to know what side Randy's on. Yeah, it had nothing to do with covering up the company logo on my shirt. Oh. Will you play it one more time? I didn't get to hear it good. <laughs> Oh, I totally missed that fart. You never saw it? Nope. Now I got it here on my phone. I can look at it forever. <laughs> it's really loud on there. <laughs> sounds I like... think he splattered brown poop on the wall behind him. It sounds like he dropped an entire bowl of mixed nuts. <laughs> <laughs> The lady comes in after you're done painting. He's like, I didn't request brown splattered paint. <laughs> She's like, wow, that is very edgy. <laughs> Let's leave it. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we got to get out of here. We love you all. Be on the lookout for uh, any announcements for our live stream show where you will be able to fucking talk to us live while we're doing it. So wow. that'll be very, very cool. Uh, talk we love to us live. Talk to us live like you do with the movies. Oh, my God. I yawned right at the end. You bitch cunt. You mother bitch cunt. <laughs> Bye, everybody. And...